0: into Consciousness Radio reveals a mystic's viewpoint on personal growth and transformation. Albert, a seasoned broadcaster, and Mata, internationally acclaimed master healer, teacher, and multi-award winning author, explore both the dark and light sides of our human nature. They candidly talk about things most people shy away from, discussing our struggles with anger, jealousy, sex, insecurity, self-loathing, and fear of death. They discuss the meaning of awakening and what we need to do to transform our shadow and find the light of our true being. Through her compassionate guidance, Mata answers questions regarding your personal challenges with specific suggestions on how you too can heal into consciousness. And now, here are your hosts, Albert and Mata.
1: Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of Healing into Consciousness Radio. I'm Albert, and once again in conversation with the modern-day mystic, self-realized spiritual guide, internationally acclaimed master healer, and award-winning author Eliza Mata Dalyan. Hello, Mata.
2: Hello, everybody. Hello, Albert. How are you? I'm very good, thank you very much.
1: Today uh, we are going to uh, bring some spiritual concepts to the subject of creativity. This happens to be very close to my heart because as a man in my 50s I still feel very unfulfilled in this area somewhat. I kind of like what Gandhi said, once an empty stomach, uh," well he did say that an empty stomach is one of the secrets of of any creativity. I guess I've been cursed with a full stomach (laughs) for most of my life. Just a white guy from the heartland who never had to fight my way out of the suburbs or make a name for myself or prove anything to anybody but having said that I am interested as you the listener I hope are too in the significance of creativity and how it affects our journey to inner health and awakening and um, how it can bring more joy and celebration into one's life and I hope your life specifically as Jesse Carliner our Resident astrologer once said, "Saturn, the great teacher, is blocking my creativity, but I still am curious and want to know how I can use my creativity to come closer to my innate joy and my inner center." Uh, this seems to be my spiritual quest. And uh, well, let
2: me let me say something about uh, about that, Albert, because mm. really, truly. What uh, the way we need to look at life is uh, we need to look at life as challenges are actually our teachers. So Saturn is one of our greatest teachers and what, what we call a quote unquote a block. It's really not a block. It's more like a challenge. And the challenge is to help us actually start looking at life as opportunity versus looking at life as a problem. And this is obviously you know, uh, something that everybody struggles through and just asking yourself a question, okay, uh, first of all, am I being creative with my life? Am I really using my life to, to create the life I want to create? Because obviously each one of us are given an opportunity with, with the life that we have and the way we we would live it would depend on us and would depend on our perspective on life so you need to ask yourself am i looking at life as as an opportunity or am i looking at life as a dread and something that i want to escape from so if somebody like you if you if you've had if you've come with a pattern of looking at life as a problem versus looking as a challenge that you can solve then obviously Saturn is going to be there, you know, right right in front of your face, helping you to start changing your attitude toward life.
1: Right. So is the glass half full or is it half empty? Okay.
2: Precisely. So that's yeah. that's basically a matter of attitude. Yeah.
1: Okay. So as a mystic, how would you describe creativity?
2: Well, creativity to me is... I can describe it in different ways. One of the ways I just described is looking at life as an opportunity versus, or looking at challenges as an opportunity versus as problems. Because if you start looking at life as an opportunity, then obviously you, uh, or, or if you start looking at your challenges as an opportunity, you will start looking for solutions and the process of looking for solutions will naturally bring you to creativity first of all we need to understand that creativity doesn't mean simply an artistic expression so right. we normally think of creativity as an artistic expression but truthfully anything in life can be creative life itself can be creative even a sweeping a floor you can sweep in a creative way or doing your dishes you can do it in a creative way cooking your meal is creativity everything in life is creativity so it's if we understand the word creativity and and not just look at it as something that I have to paint or I have to you know make music or or I have to act so those things are are expressions of creativity but everything in in life is creativity and one way to know whether you are in creativity is is to check inside and see whatever you're doing are you really enjoying doing what you're doing because if you are enjoying the process of whatever you're doing you're already in creativity
1: well on that note already I can see that I am not a failure
2: very <laughs> <You> good <know. laughs>
1: But, but in terms of, of like the true artist, the, the, the neurotic artist who, who made a name or, or a reputation or had some kind of a quote-unquote career, I've, 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 not, I've, I've missed the boat.
2: Well, this is, again, it's all a min- mindset. And now, when you think about something as I've missed the boat, that you've already predetermined that I am a failure. So so that's that's a part of you that says, well, I haven't uh, achieved this. Well, maybe it's not in the cards for you. And when I'm talking to you, Albert, I'm talking to, to our listeners as well. We need to understand that many times we try to live somebody else's destiny, and it is impossible. We can only live our own destiny. And by trying to live somebody else's destiny, by, by comparing ourselves and you know, putting ourselves in the same sort of light as, as, as other people that we admire, we're undermining our own potential, our own life, really. Because if you, you can understand, my destiny is to do and be what I am right now. I don't need to become like somebody else. So how can I be right now in this moment fully present and enjoy fully doing what I'm doing? And, and you'll be surprised if you're fully present and you're 100% putting your energy in what you do. That's all that is required for you to feel content. That's all that's required for you to feel fully fulfilled. Because the part of you that does not feel fulfilled and wants something else is the part, is the mind basically that looks and compares because the mind is trained to do that. So this is part of our learning that we need to understand. First of all, not to compare. Second of all, to start looking inside to find what is my own energy wanting to do? What is my destiny? Because it's better to live your destiny and live it fully than try to live somebody else's destiny, which is going to bring you to absolute failure.
1: Right, right. Now, when you speak about being in the moment, you're you're not in your mind. Is that correct? So what I'm sensing here is that this process of creativity has a strong association with or a tie-in with being in touch with your own body on some level.
2: Well, being present would mean that you would be in touch with your body, absolutely, because your body is in the present just like... You know, your your life is in the present. So, what takes you out of the present is your mind. And in order to be fully in the present, the the very easy way is to bring your awareness into your body. So, once you bring your awareness into your body with your breath, then you are present, and then you can check inside yourself, and and then try to watch your body while and and watch yourself and watch your emotions your watch your feelings while you're engaged in whatever activity you're engaged in and then you can easily start detecting how the mind is taking you somewhere else
1: right right i want to ask you a couple of questions uh when we come back from the break and that is the relationship that creativity has with joy and the relationship creativity has with self-expression Uh, You are listening to Healing into Consciousness Radio, where you can join us on Facebook and like us on Healing into Consciousness Radio. If you have any questions, you can instantly message us on the Transformation Talk Radio homepage. Just look for the yellow tabs called Instant Feedback. Uh, If you want to speak to Mata with your personal issue, 1-800-930-2819. The telephone lines are open. And if you're listening to us online, you can also browse Mata's webpage at MataDallion.com or the HealingIntoConsciousness.com webpage. Thanks for tuning us in. Healing into Consciousness Radio with Albert and Mata, and we'll be right back right after this.
3: Pulling in the oars of this tiny bull. not sure where i'm going If you like reading personal development books and would appreciate receiving additional guidance from the author, this unique gift is for you. When you purchase the book In Search of the Miraculous, Healing into Consciousness, and the No Yes Active Meditation CD, you can register for a free teleclass with Eliza Mata Dalian, which will give you an opportunity to ask your questions and receive personal guidance on how to find your inner joy and live your life more fully. Visit HealingIntoConsciousness.com for details details.
1: The In Search of the Miraculous three-day workshop at the Omega Institute from July 29th to the 31st can change your life. Learn how to identify and erase your unconscious programs. Experience the quick and profound results of the revolutionary self-healing Dalian Method and fast-forward your healing journey into consciousness with direct individual guidance from Mata. To register for this life-changing workshop with Eliza Mata Dalian at the Omega Institute, visit the calendar of events at DallianMethod.com.
3: Life is a pretty great place to be If you don't mind mystery If you can keep an open mind And dance when the coals are burning hot And forget them when they're not And just move with the energy
1: Welcome back to Healing in the Consciousness Radio with Albert and Mata. We are on the subject of creativity uh, today and Mada I had a couple of questions here for you in the sense of uh, if you could explain if you may the relationship between creativity and joy and uh, the creativity of uh, the relationship between creativity and self-expression.
2: Okay well before I answer that question how about I ask you Albert when if you can look inside yourself and maybe you can explain to us, when you are being creative with something, mm-hmm. something that you enjoy doing, how, what's the emotion that, that you feel? What's the feeling that you feel inside?
1: Well, there's a sense of total involvement with the process. I'm not necessarily attached to an outcome. And to avoid being cliche, I'm in the moment.
2: That's right, and also, when you're doing something that you love to do, don't you automatically start feeling joy whenever you create something, whenever you whenever you're doing something that you enjoy doing, and when you come to to see its fruition, when you come to see the outcome, it naturally brings joy out of you naturally makes you enjoy the whole, not only the whole process, but also enjoy looking at the outcome. It's like the seed that is in the soil. The process of creativity for the seed is to be nourished by the earth, by the water, the sun, and the air. And it takes time and gradually it starts developing. Leaves come up and the stems come up and slowly, slowly the bud shows up and suddenly there's that that old time that it took to prepare the seed to come to its flowering suddenly the flower opens and when it opens there is that explosion of joy and and the fragrance is released to the universe and that's basically the from from the seed to the outcome that's the process of creativity with anything we do so it is a process and when the mind wants something, wants the end result without really putting in the effort to get there, the end result is absolutely not possible. So then the the process of, from the vision, so from the inception, that is the seed in your mind, a vision, and the process of actually putting the, the pieces together the the putting the little you know doing what you need to do to put the puzzle pieces together that process then is the process of creativity it doesn't matter what you're doing you could be working on a you know on a project you could be working on creating a program you're writing a program for a computer you're you're uh, you're creating you know you're making a Uh, a plan to go on a vacation, that that alone is a process of creativity as well. You're making, you know, uh, you're deciding what you're gonna cook tonight for dinner. So, and then you have to put all the ingredients together. So all that preparation is part of creativity. And if you can put yourself fully into it, then you will actually start enjoying it. Not only enjoying the process of doing what you're doing, This is how you're gonna start enjoying your life because life is made of these little moments and the mind wants to always reach the goal without doing anything. And the same thing happens in the healing, in the way of healing as well. When you're working on healing yourself, Many people want the end result. They say, well, I have a problem. Give me a pill and fix me. So, but then they miss the whole opportunity of the discovery, the self-discovery, the process that makes you stronger, the process that helps you to start becoming conscious about yourself, becoming conscious of the causes of why you have that problem or that illness in the first place so that you don't, you stop creating it. So that's what. That's what we need to start getting used to. We, start, we need to start getting used to the process versus the outcome.
1: Yeah, it seems to me that when you're really into it, all the other concerns that end up uh, on the outcome, you're not even really aware of on, on a certain level because you're really caught up in, in the joy, in, in the, uh, the process of doing, which, exactly. which creates the joy.
2: Exactly, right. and that's how you become fully present in the moment.
1: Right. And in this way, I was going to ask you, like, how does individual power relate to create creativity? But I, I see that when you're actually doing it, whatever it is, you have the power. You're, you're That's in power. right.
2: That's right. When you're in the moment, you are fully in your power. Right. Because you are like the creator. You don't look for somebody else or something else on the outside to do it for you. You are taking the responsibility to be the creator of your own life.
1: Right, right. It's, it's funny how it's almost, para- it's a childlike quality, isn't it? It's, a, it's, it's paradoxical in that way. It's almost like learning how to be a kid again.
2: That's right, absolutely. So being, being like a child, but not, but not being childish. So it, it's a childlike quality, yes. And, and if you look at people who, who are in the moment, they, they're not attached to the outcomes. They are very childlike. And it's right. a quality that, that we all enjoy because it's, it's light. There's no baggage that you would be carrying.
1: Right, right. But it's funny, like in terms of Western history and, and when you look at creative people, quote unquote, uh, the successful artists, and painters and, and you know, uh, authors and musicians, they've had some kind of an angst. It's been a neurotic thing that they've been exploring. Do you know what I mean? There's been a tension and a passion there, which is something different from what you are talking about, totally.
2: Uh, it, it is different uh, in one way that what I'm talking about is that you're conscious of your presence moment to moment. And what happens many times with, with artists, they're, they're well known and they become really big, is that they have, they have a certain gift. They live that gift and they, they bring it out and they're, the, they're best at what they do. But then what happens, they're not aware that life has, it's like a wave there's the ups and the downs. So, and because when they come to the up, it's so high that coming down from that high, suddenly just imagine you had, you know, uh, 50,000 people in a concert and they were all going crazy over what, what uh, you were presenting them. And suddenly it's over and you're back in your room and you're all alone. And you don't know how to create the balance. And right. that's what, what creates a lot of angst for people because they don't understand that there's something that, that there, was, there was an energy exchange, but then there, you still are back with yourself. You need to still find yourself. You need to still find your own truth. So then it's almost like an accidental expression of that gift that you have without the self-consciousness that is backing it. Right. So you're bound to come to a point of depression.
1: Mm. You said in your book, uh, In Search of the Miraculous Healing of the Consciousness, that the closer you get to your innocence, the healthier, more conscious, and whole you become. And when you understand and experience firsthand that joy, peace, love, and abundance are the qualities of your own inner being, you begin to manifest the limitless creativity hidden within yourself. I think you've done a reasonably good job on explaining that comment Uh, if you want to maybe uh touch upon it more maybe uh you can address it when we come back from the break
2: well the only thing i can add to it is that when you're being creative and you and you don't expect any recognition for your creativity and you're content within what you're doing that's basically where you can stay in balance but if right. you depend on recognition, then if it's not recognized, you're going to feel distraught inside. And that's where you get off balance.
1: Yeah. So it's very important to not be attached to an outcome in the creative process. That's you right. Care, you care, but you really don't care because then things really go askew and awry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I see we're coming up to another break. Uh, Healing in the Consciousness Radio with Albert and Mata. Thank you for listening. We'll be right back right after this short break. You healing in the consciousness radio with albert and mata nice to have you along uh, we are on the subject of creativity today and i got a question for you mata when people are doing the nine to five grind you know and it's not terribly exciting it's somewhat mundane it's bordering if not totally mechanical how do you be creative in that situation like that
2: that's a very good question. And I think many people would probably feel that way. And again, we're coming back to the mind and expectations. And we're coming back to the point of presence. Because everything is to do with that illness that we have that we cannot be present. And if if you can be present in whatever you are doing, and even in your 9 to 5 job because what it says, the part of you that says it's boring, it's your mind because the mind wants some kind of a stimulus, something else, something that I cannot reach. As humans, we always strive for something else that we cannot have, something on the horizon. And when we get there, when we suddenly have what we've been looking for, it's not interesting anymore. It's the process of searching for a job, makes you very, you know, uh, it gets your energies up and you go for an interview and you think, okay, if I get this job, that would be the best thing that can happen to me and I'll be so happy and then you get the job and after, you know, a month or two or three, you are Board and you're looking for another job because this is not what you were looking for. The thing is, it's nothing to do with the job. What it has something to do with is your attitude to what is it? You don't understand yourself. You don't understand what you're looking for, what you want. Basically, if you can start with, okay, this is the job I have and I'm going to do the best out of it. I'm going to basically be fully present, use my job to be fully present and put myself 100% into the job, whatever I'm doing. And you'll be surprised the moment you are 100% and you're fully present in what you do. In other words, you care about what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to feel this inner satisfaction that is going to actually nourish you. It's going to nourish your energies and not only that, It will open doors for new ideas to come in, for new possibilities and creative sort of uh, visions to start coming in about how you can expand yourself, how you can expand what you do. But everything happens in the present and in the moment.
1: Right. It seems to me that we could nip a lot of these things in the bud if we had... The proper upbringing. So my question to you would be, what could we do for the children in our lives, for the you know the the future generations, in order for them to have fully access creativity in their lives?
2: Well, in my view, what we can the best thing we can do for our children is don't answer all their questions and don't tell them what to do. Instead, help them find their own answers help them help them find help them use their mind help them find their own answers and help them look inside to find the answers within themselves and also once they find they find what they love to do support the child with what they love to do so that they can learn that they don't they they can actually be able to do what they love to do because most of us have not been allowed to do what we love to do and then we grow up and we have to struggle through the pile of things that we've unnecessarily learned to come back to find what we love to do and what we're best at. So supporting a child with with their gifts, watching what their gifts are and letting the child find their own way. Not preventing, not not saying, you know, do this, but guiding the child to find their own in our abilities, their own, what brings them joy. In other words, help the child do, find, and create what they enjoy to do best.
1: I'm seeing a strong relationship between creativity and what is curiosity, would you agree?
2: Yes, curiosity would help us to move toward creativity. Because absolutely
1: i remember like a lot of us as an example picture an image of a child reaching out to the world in a gesture of excited curiosity and yeah. you know the parents are there and all of a sudden this is where and 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 this is an expression of uh, a tactile a- almost erotic one i'm i'm being sort of sigmund freud here but it's there's a total lack of inhibition right and this tends to make the parents nervous oh you're going to get hurt don't touch that don't do this and unconsciously boom, this is where, you know, the world for the little child gets quashed. And for, for some children, this is where creativity just stops, right? Yes. For some, and then for some, uh, the, the, it turns into a neuroses. And for the very few, there's that, that third case where the transition is smooth and there's no neuroses absent and instinct operates freely in, in the service of creativity. But most of us are in that second category of being neurotic with our creativity.
2: That, that's right. And also it, it, it depends on the quality of the mind. And of course you're right. You know, we we help to create a certain quality of mind that we pass on to our children. So whether it's a positive or negative quality of the mind and and it's harder with the negative quality of the mind. That's would most of the time take you, instead of uh, taking you to solutions, it will look at challenges as problems. So, and, and creativity absolutely requires for us to look at challenges as opportunities.
1: Right. Having a positive mind. That's right. I was going to ask you, uh, what, what uh, does the fifth chakra, or the throat area, have to do with the development of creativity? You mentioned this in your book. Uh,
2: yes, the fifth chakra is to do with your individuality, and obviously, in order to sing your own song, right. you need to find your individuality. If you don't know what your gifts are, if you don't know yourself, if you don't, if you don't have, if you are not connected to your inner power, inner strength, and you are not able to see yourself as an individual who is actually not concerned about other people's opinions and judgments. You will not be able to fully live your unique potential and creativity because each person brings their own uniqueness. We all bring our own individual gifts and each person has something that the other person doesn't have. That's why we live in this beautiful orchestra of so many talents and so many things that people bring individually. So the fifth chakra is to do with finding your individuality. And because most people haven't found their individuality, most people are they, they their service, so to speak, is toward those who are actually living their individuality and need others who can help them manifest it. So in in a sense, everybody's doing what they're meant to do. The only difference is that you don't need to compare yourself. If you start comparing, you know, if, if um, you're dancing for Madonna on a stage and you want to be Madonna, well, you can't because you're not Madonna. So, you need to understand that you are, you are also important and without you, the Madonna show cannot be a Madonna show. Right. So in in that sense, living yourself fully with what your gift is, that's how you will be shining. That's how you will be contributing.
1: Very good. Okay. I guess we're coming up to another break. So we'll be back as we continue with this exciting topic of creativity and how it affects uh, each and every one of us. On Healing into Consciousness Radio, you're with Albert and Mata. We'll be right back after this.
3: many different wellness methods and still feel stuck the Lightspeed dalian method for health and consciousness is your answer this bullseye technique is a revolutionary new model for healing and awakening the dalian method can help you heal your fear pain and ailments within minutes it's ideal for people who are ready to transform their unconscious and live joyously in the present to book your private session with Mata, the founder of this method visit dalian method.com If you like reading personal development books and would appreciate receiving additional guidance from the author, this unique gift is for you. When you purchase the book In Search of the Miraculous, Healing into Consciousness, and the No Yes Active Meditation CD, you can register for a free teleclass with Eliza Mata Dalian, which will give you an opportunity to ask your questions and receive personal guidance on how to find your inner joy and live your life more fully. Visit HealingIntoConsciousness.com for details. Details
0: are You look into my eyes and see the stranger there within But we are more alike than different under the skin And I hope one day I know every shade in your rainbow Life is a dance, so just let the music begin
1: yeah mystics point of view on creativity this is healing in the consciousness radio with Albert and Mata Mata last break you mentioned uh, finding or, or you know finding out what your song is and because most of us are influenced from the outside more concerned about what's happening on the outside as opposed to the inside how do we know what our song is are there certain clues uh, certain landmarks that we can see on the horizon that no, yes, we're on the track, or not.
2: Well, there is a there is a feeling. Everybody has a certain feeling within themselves what they want to do, and many times they don't do what they want to do. Is um, the reason they don't is because of fear, and fear is one of the greatest underminer of living. our our true essence and living our individuality. And the fear is, of course, based on the fear of rejection, the fear of other people's opinions, the fear of failure. So all these things prevent people from finding and living and singing their own song. So then this is where the personal growth work will come in to start looking at those fears and, and start understanding how they undermine and start removing those blocks or those um, ideas that keep you in fear removing those beliefs that keep you in fear so that you can find your truth, your inner strength. And to get into the fifth chakra, which is living your individuality freely, your energy needs to move from the first chakra up to the fifth, so then you can actually um, have no fear to express yourself. Because expression, you know, fifth chakra, which is connected to expression, is very much also connected to expression of your essence. So whether it's expressed through words or expressed through action or through movement or through song or through whatever means that is comfortable for you. So fear would be number one that you need to look at and see, okay, what am I afraid of? Am I afraid of rejection? If I am, why am I afraid of rejection? Why am I afraid of failure? So those things are need to be worked with first so that your energy can freely move through the chakras, through your body, and come to be manifest through your expression and through your vision.
1: Right. What would you say to people who create from pain? Uh, you know, they, they, they create from what they lack and not from what they have and you know they're possessed by an internal conflict and the creative work is undertaken to resolve it what w- what would you say to them
2: yeah there there is um, actually gurchiev uh, uh, had had this uh, explanation about objective art and a subjective art that that's the difference the subjective art is something that somebody's just because they're not able to take the courage and face life and face people and to actually or face their own demons they they would tend to put their demons either on a canvas or they're put their demons out on other people Mm -hmm. and and then you know some other people who have similar demons look at the at the canvas and say oh this is wonderful but it's it's only it's only a subjective sort of creativity that does not really touch everyone and the objective kind of creativity is, is something that uplifts. It uplifts everybody. It brings them to, to the better them. So it, it, it uplifts them to, to open to a dimension of a divine. Like if you look at creations like a Taj Mahal, it will, you know, there's, that's the objective art that would lift you up. Yeah, and it's transcendent.
1: You're, you're, it's yeah, transcendent
2: of the individual, that's right. right.
1: Right. That's right.
2: So so that's the difference, that's the difference then between what people put out. So you can call it, you're creating, you know, you're creating a joy and happiness or you're creating misery, because in a way we can say that, you know, if you are content with your misery, there's, there's some kind of a joy in misery. That's why people hold on to their misery, because they enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So, And then if you hold on to your misery, obviously, you spread that misery around. So that would be the negative sort of other side of the coin of, of creativity.
1: But through their, through their uh, creativity, doesn't that turn into a positive? That negative turns into a, some kind of a positive.
2: The, the thing is that when it's in a negative, you're not really living your truth. You, you haven't found your, your gifts. Because the true creativity, objective creativity, is something that would help to nourish others. It will help to uplift others. It will bring something to others so that their life becomes better.
1: Right, okay. Maybe this uh, next question is apropos. Are suppressed sexual thoughts, the demons there, uh, are they the flip side of creativity?
2: That's that's a whole big topic right there. And uh, the sexual <laughs> sure. suppression of obviously when, when we, uh, it has to do with a lot of conditionings and, you know, There are the religious conditionings, collective conditionings, and why those conditionings are there. They're there to repress people's creativity, to repress people's energy. And when when it's repressed, obviously your, your thoughts go to what's repressed. And if you start living your sexuality freely, then you free your energy and then it could move and then it could move for you to understand and claim and feel your power and therefore not be concerned about people's uh, acceptance or rejection. And the most, actually, people who are most free with their sexuality are the most creative people. Right, And people who repress their sexuality are the least creative people, because everything is energy, that's the bottom line.
1: Yeah. One more question, Um, is the longing to share and be with others essential for creativity? I, I know you mentioned we don't want to get sort of uh, locked into what people are thinking or, or you, know, you know, how is this going to be received. You can't be concerned with that. But, but still, there's a, an element of people in this calculus, isn't there?
2: Well, the longing to share is, it's that same longing that I was talking about, is the longing to make this world a better place. So it is each person's responsibility before they leave this planet to make it a little bit better for others. And this is, this is the best thing we can do for ourselves and for, for others, for generations and for the planet. So instead of creating destruction and leaving the planet having created, you know, dis- destroyed it, uh, if we can actually leave the planet having contributed something, it's good karma, both for yourself and for, for those who are coming in after you.
1: Right. Okay. I see that we're coming to an end. This might be a, a good uh, note to leave things uh, uh, and, and perhaps uh, tell the listener about next week's show, which will be <laughs> kind of interesting. This will be about energy vampires. Who are these people uh, who, unlike their movie and literature cousins, uh, literally suck people's energy? Uh, what are the lessons they're teaching us? How to spot them? What Are they all about? That's on next week's show. And uh, Mata, you do have a a very important date coming up. Uh, Before we leave, perhaps we should mention your uh, Omega workshop, which is happening in New York at the end of the month.
2: July 29th to 31st, and I'm very much looking forward to it. It's going to be very, um, uh, very interesting, and we're going to be exploring, experimenting, and uh, experiencing the self-healing method myself
1: right, method. Mm-hmm. right. Uh, this is getting a lot of buzz and a lot of talk uh this is your self-healing method you're obviously known as an internationally acclaimed master healer but you are on the verge of creating a, a guided meditation which will soon be available to people in addition to that I well, should it's mention,
2: more than a guided meditation albert
1: well i'm just reading the excuse me i was just reading the 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 bio here oh i know i was uh referencing the transcending the fear of death and the unknown which is the guided meditation
2: right Right. and i think (laughs) we're running out of time so
1: okay we're running out of time so we got to say goodbye thank you very much mata we'll do it all again next week on that note have a good week
0: You too. You've been listening to Healing into Consciousness Radio with Albert and Mata. Tune in each Monday at noon Pacific time to continue to explore both the dark and light sides of our human nature. For more information about the Dalian Method or to get your copy of Mata's award-winning book in search of the miraculous Healing into Consciousness or the No Yes Active Meditation CD, visit www.dalianmethod.com. That's www.dalianmethod.com um